The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. I'm Summer McKean, a content creator and best sister of the year. Hi, I'm her sister, Bree. I'm actually a 10-time winner of that award. Together, we're the hosts of the podcast, Wavy. Okay. Every Wednesday, we bring you into the fun, exciting, hopefully helpful, and mostly chaotic world of our sisterly chats about everything and anything. From living in a world of comparisons to boy drama to the life changes that feel really overwhelming, we got your back. So please support the show with a like and follow to keep up with all of our latest sister shenanigans. Get Get wavy on Wednesdays. We'll see you soon. This episode is brought to you by Splendid Spoon. Splendid Spoon sends delicious plant-based ready-to-eat meals and snacks right to your door. You'll only have to lift a finger to press start on your microwave. Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. And every meal plan is customizable so you get what you want every time. Get started today and save on an entire week of delicious and ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to SplendidSpoon.com Taylor for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at splendidspoon.com slash Taylor. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. This week I'm so excited. She's been on a gajillion times. We just got back from a fabulous vacation together. Fabulous. We have to recap. Claudia mm-hmm. Ashre, girl with no job. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Hey, girl, hey. Yeah. Hey, girl, hey. Do you want me to write a jingle for the show? I honestly really do. Also, it would go a little do- something like this. <clears throat> Hey girl, hey, hey, hey girl, hey, hey, hey. That had some soul and some gospelness to it. Stunning. It also had a little rasp. You know, I've been, I'm short circuiting. I've been on vacation. I've been drinking. My throat is a little <clears throat> scratchy. I know. Girl, I love you. We like literally just got back yesterday. I'm unwell. Today Less than is the worst day. 12 hours. Literally. Today, the, day. Okay. the first day back from vacation is actual hell on earth. For sure. But let me say, let me say one thing. We are tan. So honestly, it could be worse. Like days where you're a big pale monster. <laughs> like even, even the day if I won the lottery and I was pale, it would be a worse day than me not winning the lottery, but being tan. <laughs> Wait, who is the tannest person in the group uh, from the entire trip? Well, it depends how you define tan. Because, yes, while you and John had the most skin discoloration, you're both bright red. So I'm going to go ahead and say actually Brian, because Brian didn't Honestly, really get sunburned. He just got tan. He didn't. He has a gorgeous tan going on. And also that bottom. I'm so his, jealous. Oh, my God. Oh, beyond, beyond. But we did witness why he looks like that. He fucking worked out when we were there. No. And literally, like, in the morning after we had been drinking all night, I was like, where's Brian? Oh, is he at the spa? No, he's at the gym. Gym. <laughs> Which what? is a crime against humanity on vacation. It should be illegal. I actually thought it was really disrespectful. I did too. It was really hurtful and it felt very targeted. It felt extremely <laughs> pointed. <laughs> okay. I've had a fuck ton of questions coming in about the trip in its totality. So mm-hmm. let's just start off with the very beginning. Claudia, why did we go on the trip? Everybody's so confused as to why. 
Well, we were planning on spending Labor Day weekend together, but more low-key, you know, at Brian's house in Pennsylvania. But as we all know, Brian recently announced that he's welcoming a child. Yes. And he's doing some last-minute construction to his house to get it baby ready. And they were experiencing some delays. So I think us being there would have just been, like, really annoying and we would have been in the way. Yeah. So we were thinking, you know, maybe some other things we could do, you know, Northeast kind of New England moment. Bry suggested Um, P-Town. P-Town, which I've never been been to P-Town and I definitely did want to go but not really on like the highest traffic I hate going on vacation like to the busy place during the busy time of year and you know I feel like Labor Day in P-Town is like the busiest weekend for them and I just find that even if I was going to the most gorgeous south of France if it's busy like I'm gonna hate it exactly and I didn't want that so I just suggested like what if we got out of town like for real what if we went to Turks and Caicos and everyone was down almost immediately like there was none of this there was none of this group trip kind of procrastination like oh when should we book the flights the flights were booked that literally that hour the house was booked that day and we got our shit together we got our fucking asses up and worked well to be fair you brian and i can only speak from my household and taylor donahue worked (laughs) and i'm sure you witnessed this firsthand i am taylor donahue's elderly baby (laughs) you're her dependent she, you're literally you know, a concubine. <laughs> you you find out, like, obviously we spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. and we spend weekends together, but traveling is different together. Like getting on an aeroplane. <laughs> exactly. So do you like me the same more or less than when we took off? Yikes. Okay. We just, you know what's so funny? Because I think our friendship is rooted a lot in the fact that we're so similar From a personality standpoint, like we both are like laugh like hyenas. We can joke about anything. We're very self-centered. Like we have, it's honestly amazing (laughs) that we can carry on a conversation because we're both so enwrapped in our own lives, (laughs) but that's why we get along. Like we're really so similar. And I did not realize like kind of the one thing that we're really different about, which really says a lot about the person is just how we plan and how we organize. Yes. I'm an extreme OCD travel, but also just like my personal life. Like I make lists. I actually really relate to Taylor Donahue in that way. I didn't know we were similar in the sense that like when something needs to get done, we're going to be the ones to do it. We're not going to hope or pray that anyone else does it. (laughs) Like when we travel with our partners, I hold on to the passports just like Taylor Donahue. Like she doesn't trust you not to lose a passport. And I certainly do not trust Ben not to lose his passport. (laughs) So I just didn't know we were so different in our organizational skills. But you know what? Much like Ben, you've kind of been spoiled by Taylor Donahue doing it for you. Exactly. Like Ben and I had this conversation, by the way, I feel bonded to Ben. Like I've never felt bonded to Ben before. (laughs) Um, But Ben was like, I am capable, but why do I need to even try when Claudia's just doing it anyway? And you're going to fight him on it. Tay's going to fight me on it. So it's just like, fine. Take the passports. I don't necessarily (laughs) disagree. I don't disagree with that. But to put your incompetence and Ben's incompetence on me and Taylor Donahue when we're literally (laughs) carrying this family on our backs is actually fucking disrespectful. Okay, wait, but here is the thing, okay? At least this is how it works in our relationship. If I wasn't, if I didn't live here, Taylor would starve to death. Literally, she could only sustain herself on cereal. She can't even cook a fucking frozen pizza without fucking it up. So I would just like to say her strengths, like they shine in a vacation atmosphere. But from a domesticated day-to-day basis... 
I am the shooting star. That's interesting. And you only have that because you're married to what I like to call a thin person. In my home, starvation is not an option. Like, we will find a way to eat. But I know what you're saying. Like, what one makes up for in something. Yeah. Yes. Like, me and, and me and Ben always say, because, like, when it comes to housework or, like, decorating or anything really involved in the home, anything domestic, like, Ben is beyond useless. One time like he had useless. the absolute <laughs> useless. There's a useful... No. No, one time Ben actually had the audacity to say that he contributes to 12% of the housework. He said it on a podcast. I never forgot it. He said it on our Patreon. So when it comes to the house, like it's all me. Like there would never be toilet paper. Things Ben doesn't even think of. Like how right. does he think the Snapple gets in the fridge? Like that, no, that's, I that, do that's all the way that. with Tay. It's like you yeah. have to at least let me know when the toilet paper paper towel runs out. Like she, oh, that's, she'll, that's she'll never get it. She'll literally, no, like, she'll not, use paper from the printer to wipe yes. her giant piece. <laughs> I will not even, like, request that Ben orders or goes and picks up the toilet paper. Yeah. I'm like, just tell me. Just tell me. Let like, me know. The bar is so low. So, but what Ben lacks in that, he makes up for in abundance with other things. Like, when it comes to really taking care of Theo. Yes. Because it's it's much more of a physically laborious job. I'm obviously going to tap out. Like, I'm not going to be walking the dog nearly as much physically as Ben. laborious. Yeah, like, getting up, like. No, I'm in bed. I'm here for the day. Like I'm not, yes. I'm not getting yes. up. Yes. Um, so there's things that Ben definitely has a surplus of, and I have um, like a negative of, but when it comes to travel, it's all me. So I was very, so I did not, I know that you're organized and I know that you're very successful. So I knew it must be. Oh my God. Thank you. Because of something. But as we started to plan the trip, that's when I was like, oh, Okay, this all makes sense now. Claudia is such a fucking doer, like setting the list I'm a for doer. the food yeah. for the villa. Like being a doer is a very important component to being successful. And and you want to know why you have to be a doer? Why? Well, at least I have to be a doer is because I'm also a complainer. Oh, so me too. If, if somebody else was in charge of like the pre-stocking, we basically sent a grocery list to the hotel. They were able to stock our house with food. So if somebody else sent the list and I didn't get like my diet Pepsi and baked delays, like I would have just complained nonstop. So in order for me to be happy, I have to do it myself. Okay. So, are you, so you're doing it. You're hundred percent doing it for you. Not to be impress everybody else. Cause I was impressed. Oh, no, I'm a self-serving queen. Like, I wanted to go to Turks and Caicos, so I made sure everyone was down. I wanted baked lays in the house, so I put the list together. Well, also, then, I'm, I'm a gracious person. I said, here's the list. What does everyone want? Very I pestered gracious. everyone. I said, I'm sending this list in an hour. Taylor Strecker responds 12 hours later. Can we get some mozzarella cheese? I'm like, bitch, Claudia's I literally like, sent that text message last helpful. night. Very fucking helpful. <laughs> you know, I'm also like a torturer. Don't get it twisted. I'm a winner. <laughs> so, but the thing is, so Brian's such a planner. So like when it comes to travel too, cause I know I'm kind of, hmm, um, underqualified. Useless. <laughs> Useless. In the department. Like it's one thing to be with Tay and to, ha to have her see like my underbelly showing essentially, you know, mm -hmm. of, like my incapabilities. But when mm -hmm. I'm with my friends, my peers, people I admire and love and adore and want them to keep loving me, I yeah, really like, I want to do the best I can. So. Well, you know what? Not to put you on the spot, but if you <laughs> wanted to do the best you could, you could have not checked a bag. Listen to me. <laughs> Wait, but we have to go to the very beginning of this. So okay. I was down for New Hope. Then I get injured. I'm like, fuck. I can't do anything in New Hope that we would be doing. But you know what? I'll just chill at Brian's house. Then New Hope yeah. got the table. Then he says P-Town. I'm like, 
P-Town's really beachy, sand, cut, seawater, not great, but I can make it work. But then Turks and Caicos, I'm like, oh, this is like a real trip now. And I yeah. did, I did, I was probably the only one. I was like, I don't know if I can go because of my foot. I have to check with the doctor. And Claudia was like, stop and you fucking I'm loser. Like, this fucking bitch coming. with her motherfucking toe. <laughs> if I hear one more word about this fucking toe, I'm going to chop it the fuck off. I'm like, this toe is not ruining. This is a once in a lifetime trip. Brian's about to have a baby. We never get together. Like, I'm like, get it together. I agree. So Clay's like, stop being a loser. I'm like, I I will stop. But the thing is, is that like, this injury is literally for real. So I am like, I will say it is for real. My number one agenda though was like, you're going to go and you're going to have the boot, but you're going to. You're going to not be annoying about the boot <laughs> on a scale. You, you of one really to weren't. Are you for real? Uh, you didn't complain. I you didn't. did every every activity to the best of your ability, even if that meant Taylor Donnie had to drag you through the ocean for miles. That's on her. She chose to marry you, so that's on her. <laughs> I feel like you really weren't that big of a baby. I was really impressed. Like you were saying, like maybe I won't go on the boat, even though the boat was the best day. The best. I day. did not think that you were bad at all. And in the end, I really ended up loving the boot because the boot was like the eighth character on the trip. We were seven people plus a boot. <laughs> the boot came with us everywhere. The boot provided many laughs. The boot. Was- the boot great. was waterproof. The, the boot the went boot, in the pool. We did not. I did not the, expect that, guys. That was a miracle from Baby Jeebus. The the boot got us to pre-board our flight on the way home. I have nothing bad to say about the boot ever <laughs> since the flight. <laughs> since the flight, yeah. Before that, maybe I had a few things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely. So I had to bring a check suitcase because half the bag was the boot and boot accoutrement. That's fair. Um, and then also because everyone ended up getting injured. So I'm so happy I was the local hospital. It's true. You had many supplies. <laughs> My God. But you know what? Like we were in the chat before. Like, is anyone checking a bag? Because if one person checks a bag, then really everyone can. Because right. we got to wait for your ass anyway. Exactly. So we were we were asking. And of course, everyone goes to sleep ready for the flight. And in the middle of the night, Taylor Strike is like, oh, I'm checking a bag. <laughs> but we're all already packed. It was fine because honestly, it didn't really inconvenience us at all. Because when we landed, when we had to wait for the bags, uh, we were going home. You were going to Jersey. Yeah. We were going to the city. So I'm like, bitch, you're on your motherfucking own. Absolutely. And, and by you the way, you know what I find so interesting? For fucking no. ever. Forever. It did? Claudia, oh. a fucking half an hour. <laughs> okay, can awful. I tell you something that I find really interesting about traveling with Brian? I've traveled with him many times, and whenever we travel, especially if it's somewhere like that's a connecting flight or international, it just makes it a little bit more complicated to check yes. a bag yes. when it's not just like, you know, a one-way regular American flight. So I'm always saying, like, are you checking a bag? He's like, no, but you can. Like, the, the concept of checked bags does not bother him at really? all. Really? It's so weird for someone who's so, like, anal about which flight to take, which seat to sit in on particular flight, which program to get, fast pass, global entry. He knows everything. And for, because his his ultimate goal is speed and brevity. Like, he wants to get in and out. He's so efficient. So I find it so interesting that he does not care about checked bags. Yeah, well, the thing for me is I lived my whole life as, like, a carry bag girly. Like, I never checked a bag because ever. simply I love my clothes and I'm scared they're going to get lost. That's my greatest fear yeah, in the world. Of course. But ever since the pandemic, because we would go away for such extended periods of time yeah. and have to bring, like, my equipment and work and shit, I just got really used to checking a bag. But it, honestly, waiting for the bag for half an hour, I was like, I never fucking again, especially at that oh, wow. airport. Like, I mean, the Turks and Caicos airport is a treat. It is, it is really hell on earth. I, 
I've never experienced like <laughs> such a low point in my life than this yeah. outdoor zoo. It was literally a zoo, like just no order, people there, people here, people yeah. running, people crying, people sweating, like not a chair, not a chair in sight. Nope. It not was an AC unique. unit anywhere Ooh, in the no, facility. No. It was unique to say the least. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ritual. Are you ready for these stats? They're co-co-crazy. Over 97% of women age 19 to 50 do not get enough vitamin D from their diet. That's a lot of us people. And 95% of us don't get our recommended daily omega-3s. Well, luckily, we've got Ritual on our side. Ritual's essential for women 18 plus multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. And they've got nutrients to help maintain brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. And if that wasn't good enough already, Ritual took things to the next level by investing in the gold standard for research. Yeah, a universally led clinical trial to study the impact of their essential for women 18 plus multivitamin. The results, an increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Now, the findings were published in the leading scientific journal, Frontiers in Nutrition. And let me just explain this to you. A published clinical study proving the effectiveness of a multivitamin is a big deal and a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. And this study is a really good example of that. And they're committed to third-party testing from USP and the Non-GMO Project. And they use traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients. And they always have clear communication. So you know exactly what's in your multivitamin and where it came from. And I have to just tell you, in business, in friendship, in romantic relationships, in family ships, I need people to be very direct and very transparent. And so guess what? I expect the same from my multivitamin, and you should too. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash Taylor and turn healthy habits into a ritual. Okay, again, that's 10% off at R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Again, 10% off at ritual.com. And now back to the podcast. Number one recommendation, Weimara Villas was, yeah. Honestly, Claudia, it was my, I talked to my mom when I got home and she was like, I really want to go there. But like, she, she was like, it feels like it was just so grand, like once in a lifetime. It was once in a lifetime. It was, it was so luxurious. It was so nice to go with a big group that you could get a big house because me yes. and Ben were also having this conversation. I don't think it would have been as really special of a trip if we were all in separate hotel rooms, you Agreed. know, because we were waking up together, going to bed together, napping together. It was like so fun. Um, I had never stayed there before. I had been to Turks and Caicos and really um, I think a lot of the tourism in, in Turks and Caicos is from villas. There's just like so many villas. Um, they're reasonably priced. So I'd never stayed at a hotel before and this concept of staying at a villa that's a part of a hotel seems like the best of both worlds the and best. it was really just it was so extravagant it was so beautiful there was like amazing service the people who worked there were so kind and so helpful it, I would definitely go back and I had never Me seen too. there before I've only seen Heather McMahon she's always there I'm like yes I gotta go I gotta go and then we finally went and it was such a delight well I was even like breaking it down with my mom and I was like well if you get like four adult couples because we had one two three four rooms and the rooms are mm -hmm. huge I'm like we could definitely go back for like a family trip I, th I think the villa yeah. at a hotel is the way to go because like you said me too you have the space of an airbnb but then you have the mm -hmm. convenience of a hotel i mean we right. once we got you, there, we had housekeeping 
We didn't. Oh, and we needed it. Holy shit. Twice a day housekeeping. Like it was all the amenities of like a luxury hotel with the privacy of like a villa. It was, a, I have literally no complaints. I, I and have that's to a lot say, for me. I think it was the best trip I've ever been on. It's up there. It was, and I was saying this on my podcast today. It, and I, me and Ben had had this conversation after the boat because we were just like laying in bed being like, oh my God, that was so fun. And, I've, and I'm sure you can relate to having like, you know, different friend groups. This particular group, we've never taken um, like a real trip together in terms of flying. We've obviously gone, you know, weekends away. And there's always a little bit of agita and anxiety about yes. being in a bathing suit. Like no matter who you are, where you're from, <sighs> even Margot, who, who in my mind has the perfect body. Yeah. She, uh, we were asking her, we were like, how do you feel? Like you're so fit. Like, do you get anxiety? And she's like, of course I do. So everyone, no matter your shape size, everyone has some sort of anxiety when it comes to bathing suit season. And there was just like a level of comfort and a level of safety with this group where I was just like free balling with my belly, my tits. <laughs> like me too. I just, I just didn't give a fuck. And it was like a, a level of comfort that you can really only find with like a group of friends that you're so like comfortable oh. and can be yourself with. And I think that added so much to the trip because I kept saying, I'm like, I'm, I feel so relaxed. Like this vacation is relaxing, but it's also because you don't have the mental gymnastics of like tucking in your bathing suit, putting your cover up on before going to the bathroom. Like there yep. was none of that. I think I even said it to you guys, but I was like, you guys are like the only people that I could be like with this foot. Cause like the foot automatically kills the, the like fashion vibes. The outfit. It makes yeah. it a huge challenge. And I'm mm -hmm. like, we're on this <laughs> boat, right? Like in the middle of the water, there's like, for somebody who does, like you said, mental gymnastics about like how mm -hmm. I look in like this outfit. And it's like, it's like, it, I want it to look flattering, but also be functional. Very impossible. Yeah. And you guys, I was just like, there's like, I, I could never be this comfortable around like truly any other group of people in my body. It's such I agree. a gift. It's such a gift because, and, and then you realize like how much of your mental capacity you waste, waste. on these like thoughtless, anxiety ridden you know, spirals that you go on. Yep. I got so many DMs from people. They were like, you are living your best life. You are like smiling in your ear. You're like literally in a bathing suit looking totally comfortable. Like this mm -hmm. environment makes me so happy for you. And it's like, and I yeah. felt it, but the fact that other people could just see it on story, honestly, Claudia, it meant the world. No, it meant the world. And like, honestly, I thought it from the second that we got there. We and did. on the last night when we were doing peak and pit of the trip, I wanted to say it, but I was like literally going to start crying. And I thought everyone would laugh at me, so I didn't say it. <laughs> but um, I just feel like it feels really good. And it's not that I've never had friends. I have a ton of friends, but you're always comparing yourself to everyone. Yep. And... I just felt like for the first time really in my whole life, like I have a group of friends that like I totally 1000% feel comfortable with. Like I didn't, I didn't wake up any morning with like hangover anxiety. Cause like you guys are just as fucked up as me. That's <laughs> so true. Oh my God. And I mean, I'm an anxious, anxious person. Like I can mm -hmm. really get in my own head and it was just, it was so great. Ben said something that so resonated with me. It was like our second dinner. We sat down to dinner and Ben was like, Oh my God, it's so great to be on a trip with like a group of friends and have no anxiety about where my seat's gonna be because I love everybody here yes. so much. Yes, like at group dinners, I'm beelining. The hostess is like, follow me. I'm like, yep, I'm like right up her ass. I'm like, I gotta get the best seat. I gotta be in the middle. I don't wanna be on the end. I don't wanna be stuck next to someone I don't like. Literally, I was moseying, taking my time, get to the <laughs> table, like it didn't matter. First of all, thank you for bringing this crew together. This is all you. It's a pleasure. Yes. Like, what is it? I mean, it's been two years now, right? 
Well, you know what? Like my whole life, and I know this isn't like a great trait, but it's just like how I am. Like I, I actually, I hate mixing friend groups. Like me too. if I had camp friends, I didn't want them to meet my school friends. If I had college friends, I didn't want them to meet my camp friends. Like I like to keep my friend groups separate. I just, cause I'm always obviously afraid that they're going to run off without me. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I don't think I've ever actually told you this. So I'm at Brian's in the pandemic, you know, there was nothing to do. And so I just went up to his house for a while and it was the weekend and we had this great night and we were, it was like 10 o'clock and he was like, we should invite some peeps. Like, it's just me and you. We're having so much fun. Like, let's bring some people to the house. And we were going through and I was like, I'm oh, the Taylors. And he was like, I don't really know them. And I'm like, oh my God, you're going to love them. They're psychotic. Like you guys actually have really similar energy. And I texted you like literally at 10 PM and you were like done work on our way tomorrow, getting the Wrangler. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh my God, I'm having anxiety. Like friend groups <laughs> mixing, like, are they going to hate each other? Are they going to like it. each other so much that they're going to, that they're going to leave me out? I was like, honestly, between you and I, like regretting it's so hard. You know what? I actually, <laughs> I understand that so deeply. I would be the exact <laughs> same way. But I was like drunk the night before. I'm like, no, it'll be great. It'll be great. And the thing I can worry about and too is it's like, if it goes bad, it's so bad. But if it goes great, it's so much worse. There's, there's no winning. <laughs> so the next day I was like, fuck. And Brian was like, I'm so excited. And you were like, I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm like a jealous fucking wench. <laughs> And then you came and it was fucking magical and you guys hit it off instantly. The group dynamic was perfection and I've honestly never looked back once. And you and Brian have hung out without me and it doesn't bother me. Like it really is this like perfect mesh. It just feels like this group was meant to be in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, And I don't know why it is that we get along so well. I just feel like there's a really good mix of personalities because... I think you and I together are a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Much? Uh, explo- explosive. <laughs> like we just are a lot. So you need different personalities to balance that dynamic. And yeah. I just think the the seven of us, like we work so well. I also think I'm like a chiller version of myself when Tate Donahue's around, especially. A hundred percent. She's like a human Xanax to me. Like my yeah. parents were like, you were genuinely intolerable in your last mm-hmm. relationship. Um, <laughs> but like you're, you're like a whole new, like they're like, you're the version of you that was little growing up now back Aww. with Tay. Isn't that sweet? That's so sweet. That's so sweet. So, okay. Can we talk about the fact that I let you borrow my brand fucking new dress the last day of our trip? Do you understand how and special that is? No, I know. And you literally offered to give it to me and I could never because you'd never worn it before. And I didn't even get it dirty. I didn't sweat. No. You don't even have to dry clean it. I'm like, not going. I'm just going to wear it. I'm just uh, a la Claudia. I didn't know that you had this thing like that you didn't Do you share not clothing. Have that? I, I think it's because you have three sisters, sisters and you're all so close in age because Paige and I are six years apart. So like right. there wasn't a ton of borrowing. And if it was, it was actually like a hand me down. Because the only time I don't like to let people borrow clothes is like if it's something new and I haven't worn it yet, which is exactly what you did, which was which is exactly what I did. Big of well, you. That's truly a testament to how much I love you. Because for real, Aww. I would not do that for many people. There's like I no, I had no idea. Everyone was messaging me. Taylor let you borrow a dress. I'm like, yeah. What's wrong with that? Like we're on a trip together. They're like, you don't understand. She doesn't do that. I don't. I never let people borrow stuff. But Who you know knew? what? It was, I got it. I got this dress for the trip. It was for the trip. It was for the last night specifically. It was so cute. And 
I, and I actually bought it. You inspired me to buy the dress. I was like, this is a very Claudia-esque, oh. Claudette-esque dress. I'm going to wear it. We'll be matching. And then yeah. the boot ruined it. I couldn't wear it. I looked like a ridiculous right. deranged baby doll. So You were limited in your choices because of the boot. I had to. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the boat day because it was fabulous. And I feel like you know all the recommendations of everything because I can't. I mean, girl, you I don't remember. Do thing. I, it's not even that I don't remember. I, I, how could I even know I wasn't even in the WhatsApp? Whoops, WhatsApp? Uh, WhatsApp. <laughs> Group chat. That was infuriating, basically. Like, and what was great about the hotel is like once you get there, you have like a manager yes. who they put you in a WhatsApp chat and anything you need, they let you know housekeeping's coming, they can arrange taxis for you. And so everything you need to know about the trip, like what time are we leaving for dinner? What time, you know, is the boat charter start? Everything you need is in the chat. So every other day, Taylor would write in our chat without the villa managers because she didn't have WhatsApp. What time is the boat leaving? <laughs> it's in the chat, bitch. <laughs> Download the motherfucking app. I really can't. I don't think you know that technology, I am like powder. It, I reject it and it rejects me back. It's really Taylor, not my fault. you're an influencer. Like you have to do better. <laughs> I know. But I'm the world's worst influencer. And so if I you're really, going to be I'm just trying to be the on brand. worst, if you're going to be the worst, you might as well be the best at the worst. Exactly. And that's what I strive to do every single day of my life. And I feel like it's working. So for restaurants, Thursday night we went to Indigo, which is the hotel restaurant of the Waimara. So we took like a five, 10 minute taxi from our villa back to the main hotel. And it was beautiful. It was really, really nice. Great drinks, great ambiance. Yeah. Lots of, we saw a lot of toasters and Taste of Taylor listeners. They were like a million bachelorette parties. It was yes. like really cute and fun. Like yes. good vibe, young young people, good stuff. There was a Taylor Swift bachelorette party for crying yes, out loud. Yes, it was so cute. Was so yeah, cute. those girls were cute. And then the second night we went to the hotel restaurant at the Ritz Carlton. The Ritz Carlton is kind of new. I didn't even know that they had one. Um, and that's where one of the casinos on the island is. So if you're into gambling, Ritz-Carlton is there for you. Um, and the hotel was super nice. I, I actually really thought it was super cute when we walked through. Me too. Then we went, then we went to the restaurant, which was dreadful. <laughs> but um, it's called Casa Nona. The food was not good, but the energy was fun for me. Like, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to judge a restaurant based on how much fun I had, not how much food I had. Unless I'm going for like a totally sober meal. Usually I vacation dinners, I'm drinking, I'm cocktailing. I literally don't care what's in front of me. Like I'll just eat it to sustain myself. But yes. I'm not a big foodie. I'm more for ambiance. I am a big foodie, but I will say from the foodie perspective, my recommendation when you're on the island is to lean into the island cuisine. The local places. Yes, get right. Yeah. But even at the nice restaurants, I feel like they're like rice, chicken, fresh yeah. fish, things of that nature. Like when you try to do like different, like Italian, Italian, or even like sushi. Like, I just feel like we're yeah. so spoiled. We live in New York city, right? There's like, it's the greatest eating city mm -hmm. in the entire world. And so I just feel like it, uh, my best meals I had was when I leaned into that, like the Island vibes. You're not wrong about that mm -hmm. because the meal we had on our last night, which is a place called Bungalows, which was basically like this turquoise oh. shack on the beach with awesome. this outdoor seating. They had twinkly lights right on the beach. They had live music. It was such like an island vibe. The cocktails were amazing. The food was just like real. Like we, I had, everyone had like fresh fish. They had uh, shrimp. I had chicken. It was like kind of like a, 
zesty, not barbecue. What's the word? I'm like jerk, jerk, jerk chicken with rice, um, great margaritas. Yeah. I would definitely recommend more, um, like local places. Like the one place we wanted to go that we weren't able to go to cause they're closed for the month of September was the conch shack, yep. which is apparently like the Turks and Caicos most famous place. And I've never fucking been. I went with my family like five years ago when I went to Turks for like 48 hours and it was, it was great. I was also like in an emotional coma when I was on that trip. So mm. I had just come to my parents and things were really fucking weird. So I feel mm. like what I turned to Caicos, my body was there, was my soul there. It actually was not. Well, do you feel like you've now righted the yes. wrongs of your previous trip? Absolutely. And also, highly recommend a boat day. And this uh. is coming from somebody who gets seasick. Can you, what did, what, can you say, what medication did you give me? Because I gave Taylor Zofran, which. Oh my God. Is a, it's, what sucks about it is that you need a prescription when it's like, really, it should be, it's like Advil. It's like, oh, you're nauseous? Take the Zofran. Like, it should be on the shelves, but you have to have a prescription for it. And the prescription you get is so little. They give you like 10 pills. So the fact that I gave you one means I love you so much. Oh my God. Okay. But I really wanted you to enjoy the day. Fair trade for the dress. I really wanted you to enjoy the day. I took one too, because I've been, in my old age, I've been getting seasick, which is like, so God. embarrassing. I get, um, I just, I've been seasick since I was little. I was like seasick in oh. my mom's womb. You know what I mean? Mm, like, it's, yeah. I could, I get seasick on a fucking hammock. It's yeah. out of control. So the fact that we were on the boat and I couldn't go in the water as much as I w- wanted to because the boot, there was some confusion. It was like, why can you go in the pool and why can you stand? But today you can't stand when we're on the boat. Right. And it's because it was so rough in the ocean yeah. that it was going to like open it up. So I kind of couldn't go in. And I was like, I'm going to be on a boat in these rough seas. I'm, I'm dead. Like, fuck the I know. foot. I'm going to be You like, had a relief band. But the Zofran was incredible. Yeah. And the relief band became my, like, it's my mistress. I was having. Yeah. I was having an affair, a sexual one, with my it release was a, band. It vibrates. It was a whirlwind romance between you two. Oh, my God. We're like, Taylor, what are you doing? Why is your hand in between your legs? <laughs> so I <laughs> highly recommend both. Relief band is unbelievable. And then also, you can we talk about you guys jumping off that rusted boat? Yeah, well, I can't really take credit because what you guys didn't see on social media was that it was my idea to go. I'm like, we're going. <laughs> I made everyone hop off. The only people who made it up were me, Taylor Donahue, and Margot, and our first mate, whose name was Lixon, who was like this real adventure. He was like, follow me. Yeah. So I thought we were just going to jump off like the first level. No, he took us up two flights of stairs to the top, like where this is an old abandoned ship. So I imagine at the time that's where like the captain was. And he was like, we jump off from here. And I'm like, sir, this changes things. I cannot do it. Margot, fearless. Boom. Went. Taylor Donahue hesitated for a second and then she fucking did it and she killed it. Yep. Then I'm up there by myself. I'm like, guys, (laughs) I'm never going to do this. Like, it's not happening. We all know we could stand here for 10 minutes or just take me down because I'm not going. I went back down the two flights of stairs and jumped off probably half the distance. It was still kind of high, but like not really. It was fine. For me, it was less about, I wasn't impressed. Well, I was impressed you guys jumped, but what was the most impressive thing is getting up that fucking ladder. The ladder. There was this rickety, rusty, janky, decrepit ladder. I definitely, I need to get a tetanus shot. Uh, No, I insist Uh, that everybody gets one. The whole boat was covered in rust and there was this ladder to get up from the ocean up to the first level. And the only way I can really describe it was like, it was so stupid. Deep. Like the higher up on the ladder you yes. went, the more back away from the ladder. So you're hoisting your whole body weight, which for some of us is quite a lot. <laughs> and you're propelled in the air, like perpendicular. It was fucking chaos. Honestly, that guy Lixon, who was our first mate, 
picked me up and literally hovered me over. The man is a machine. I'm like, you're picking me up? Wow, Lixon. Wow. I thought Lixon was my boyfriend, but I think he was everyone's boyfriend. He was kind of flirty with everyone. Like, well, not to make you feel not special, <laughs> but like, I think he was, he and I were vibing too. So he was really cute. He was so cute. So was Captain, actually. I'll take mm-hmm. either, quite frankly. Not you being territorial over Lixon when you're literally lesbian. Like, you, even if you wanted to, you wouldn't. So, like, leave it, leave him for us. He was so cute. Like, let us have Lixon. It's absolutely fair. I apologize. <laughs> okay, before I let you go, peek and pit. I know we did it privately, but let's do it publicly. Okay, let and me you think. You can let change me think. it too, and honestly, I wouldn't remember because I was fucking wasted. Oh wait, while you're thinking, one more recommendation: Casablanca, Blanco, Casino, Blanca, Blanca, Blanca Casino. I the Ritz was great. I really, I had my best nights at that casino, for sure. Yeah, it was more for, like, the local crowd, and the tourism crowd goes to the Ritz-Carlton, and we went to both, and definitely Casablanca Casino had amazing, better vibes. And we crushed that last night. We made all the money back that we lost the first two nights. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Oh, really? I lost so much money the first night that the second night I ended up making, like, $100 or $200, and it was, like, not even a dent in what I lost the first night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Playing with you guys is scary. My pit was the fact that we didn't see Drake. It was so interesting how the island was literally ablaze. Like, everyone was talking. Drake, Drake has been Drake, there for, Drake, like, Drake, a month. Drake. Yep. They're like, oh, we heard, and no one knows what, he's apparently building a house there, but while he's building, he's staying in a villa, and, like, nobody knows exactly which one it is. So there's, like, different conspiracy theories about where he goes, where he lives. And so the fact that, like, we went to literally every popular place and didn't see him, like, that was a letdown. Yes, I know. Okay. And I think the peak of the trip, hmm, honestly... Oh, it's so tough. Um, the, I mean, the boat. Like, I happen to love just doing, like, tropical boat days. And I love snorkeling. I'm, I'm really a swimmer. A lot of people don't know that about me. I'm very in tune with the ocean. And I've been getting over my fears, mostly through the help of Brian. Like, when we first, the first time I ever went on, like, a boat on a vacation was actually with Brian. And I was screaming at the top of my lungs because there was a fish. Like, I'm not okay. Um, and every time I do it, I'm getting better and better. Like, I wasn't even freaking out when we went snorkeling. I was so good. And so, like, to be able to just have, like, salt and sand in my hair and get tan and drink wine and listen to music like that was the best day so my pit was well it's kind of a peak and a pit because the people like my pit was my foot obviously you of know course. and like the limitations it put on okay I, I, I know what my oh oh i almost forgot <laughs> i know what my pit is when what? my wife decided to become a lifeguard at the floating tiki bar oh, with all my the God. most gorgeous, I know. gorgeous Kardashian-esque women. women you have ever seen in your life. So they yeah. were like, they couldn't, they could This one girl not was well. freaking out. <laughs> this one girl was freaking out. All of her friends were in the ocean and it was like pretty shallow, but she didn't know how to swim and she wanted to like go hang out with her friends. So your wife literally picked her up and carried right, her right, to her yeah. friends. was like, I'll help you. I'll help you. And meanwhile, I'm stuck on the fucking dock watching yeah, everyone shit because I can't go in because if I go in, it's going to like potentially, the captain, the captain kind of like said to me, no more ocean, please. Not on my yeah. watch. Yeah. So I was like, you know, it's just not fucking worth it. So I, I had gone that far without fucking my foot up. So I was like, I'm just going to be a good girl, sit here on dry land and not go in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so that was the pit enough. But then watching my wife like escort and help hot, sexy women while yeah. stuck on the dock was kind of uh, that painful was to my soul. I may or may not have cried about that late night when I was drunk. <laughs> 
really? Maybe. I get a little crazy. My medication Taylor, wasn't working great. <laughs> Taylor, your wife is so fucking obsessed with you. Like how you, the like the way you're like, oh, I'm feeling kind of thirsty. Water right next to you. Like she literally worships you. You Aww. have not nary a thing to worry about, wench. Thank you, wench. <laughs> and then my peak, I have to really just say it's like an overarching peak of like, yeah. Feeling so lucky to be in this friend group and have this friend group. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys truly mean the world. And um, I can be a difficult personality at times. No. <laughs> Actually, that's so funny. I was kidding, but I don't find you difficult at all. Like, I enjoy really? your presence so much. I think, like, if I had to pick, like, 10 people in the world who, like, I really would hang out with endlessly, like, you would be on the, the top of that list, honestly. Like, I, I can't get enough of you, actually. Really? I swear. Oh my god. That is I feel like I don't see you enough. Wanna just come move here? Um, sure. Can I sleep in your bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where does Ben get to sleep? On the roof. On the roof. The roof is really nice. There's a I mean a big cozy couch up there. No, honestly, Ben loves you guys too much like both of you so much. Like if all four of us were in the bed, it would be fine. <laughs> like Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka style. The peak is like just the it's really it's a family. You know, Stassi, of course, is like one of my best friends. She lives across the country. It makes me like even on if like Tay went home for the weekend, I'd be like on a Saturday night, I'd be like, My best friend lives yeah. across the country. Well, who am I gonna hang out with? You really like have made me feel like I have like a core group of family that like live in New York City. It's the nicest mm -hmm. thing in the world. So I totally agree. Peak. I love you. I feel like whenever we podcast, we just like end like crying, like telling each other how much we love each other. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for it. We need women supporting women. Well, <laughs> I talk about this on my podcast a lot, and I actually, um, I think I spoke to you about this. You did. I'm no, I'm no longer just supporting women because they're women. I think that's toxic, and it sets the bar low for behavior. Yes. I, when it comes to women or just people. Yes. I would like to meet you, see if you're nice, funny. What do you have to offer? Do you like me? Do I like you? Do we vibe? And then I will support you blindly. But until then, like, you could be a fucking ass. And what, I just have to support you because you're a fucking woman? I'm, some of the worst people I've ever met in my whole fucking life are women. So, sorry. Absolutely. I co-sign that wholeheartedly. So, you know what? S page six, I'm no longer a woman who supports other women, okay? <laughs> I am a person who supports good people. Yes, amen. Preach this Period. to friends. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Claudia, I love you. Thank you for joining me for the recap that the world has been waiting with bated breath for, waiting. quite frankly. Um, I love you. You guys, follow Claudia if you don't already. At Girl With No Job, at Claudia With No Job, and of course, The Morning Toast is such a vibe. At The Morning Toast. Watch it Monday through Friday, and uh, I just love you bits and pieces, girl. Not as much as I love you. How about this? Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> it's, it's giving me Frank Sinatra. No, it's giving like Nancy Sinatra. It's giving like sexy Phoebe Buffay. <laughs> oh, is it? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, girl, hey. And you guys, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. It truly means the world. And uh, yeah, that's it. Until next week, bye, girl, bye.